When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off, Calvary, Hall, eight to shoot, Hall, the runner! It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zag on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Zach and Jack, he's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. And I don't know if this ever happens to you, Rob, I don't need a personal secretary, but it would be nice. My life would go much smoother if I had one. I woke up this morning and I had like a, it's 10 AM, 10, 15. Actually, I had a couple of things to do for a job and I got that done. And then I was like, looking at the rest of my day, I was like, dude, this is, I don't really have much to do like this. What an easy one. And I, I had that guilty feeling, you know, like I, I knew there's I had- always something. Yes. There's always something dude. I, and I, I 100% agree with you on the, like, you feel like you need a person. You just feel like you don't have enough time in the day some days. Right. But th- it felt, I, I felt like I was missing. I felt like Kevin um, McAllister's parents, I was missing something. Mm. I was forgetting something. Mm. And uh, I started another project for work trying to get ahead of the game. And I get a text from Rob like, hey, man, I'm ready. And I completely forgotten that we had now, agreed. Do you write it down or like do you put it oh. in your phone like, hey, reminders? Oh, I don't write anything down. I'm See, all- that was that was my biggest thing. I, I I know exactly what you're feeling. For me, it was like I have I have a planner now. And like you want to see me really freak freak out. If my planner goes missing now, I'm like, and I didn't understand when I would go to high school and I, those kids had planners in high school. I'm like, yeah, dorks, Nerps. bingo. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> like what, what, a, what a loser. What would you want to have? What do you need that for? What? I know what homework's do next week. I'm good. Right. 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 I am. I, I, I shouldn't be, I, I get by just keeping stuff in my brain. You know what I mean? Like oh. even my Google calendar, I don't, I keep it for flights. That's the only thing in my Google calendar. 
right. I need to um, shape up. I no, but it's hard, man. And then once I started writing a plan and then you actually like see what you have to do, it's less overwhelming. I, feel. I agree. If you see it in front of you, it's less because the worst, <clears throat> the worst part about being busy is like procrastinating and just keeping in the back of your mind. Like, I, Oh, I know I got to do this at some point. I got to do that. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know, the procrastination is worse than actually just doing it. And I 100%. I, and I then say, when you cross it off, it feels amazing. It does feel amazing. Uh, yes, it does. Um, I say that. And then I guarantee you like I'll end today, giving myself a million things to do Monday, but that, that's just how it goes. But you know what we did cross off? Brew dogs. Do we agree? Yeah, we crossed off the, the Bruins, buddy. We bailered them. That's what my buddy Connor texted last night. Our buddy Connor, we bailered UCLA. How demoralizing for that fan base last night. For a number two team. Now, we've played the number fifth team in the country and the number yeah. two, and we've destroyed them. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, UCLA. Uh, gosh, I didn't see that. I really didn't see them shooting. Oh, I I knew we were good, but, and you and I always try to be, you know, keep these guys level-headed and try to criticize them the best, but I did not see us blowing this team out like that. No, I didn't. I mean, all, all fall long, we've been talking about how we have a lack of shooters. Not last night. Uh, just about everyone was shooting well. Who was your before I get into the stats? Who would you say was the MVP? MVP. Okay, well, okay, okay, okay. Actually, one more question. <clears throat> this is going to be an unpopular question to even ask, oh, but I'm going to do it. New. Yeah, it's Jack. Uh, is Dickie V making it a little too much about him, dude? Um, oh boy. You came Can't. out with the let me get a drink on that one. <laughs> cancer is bad. I'm down. I'm not cool with cancer. But um yeah, no, that was uh um, it was a spectacular see it was a spectacular uh uh to see him fighting and getting damn Jack, you put me on the spot on this one. Um it was just—it was an intense way to start the broadcast to have correct, a, a correct shot of him and have him weeping. You're like, oh, okay, this is different energy. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for all that. And like, yes, I know he was fighting and all that, and God bless him. And it's incredible to see him at the game. I just don't think. And maybe here's the thing. Maybe this is terrible. This, maybe uh, he needs to broadcast to keep him alive i totally i agree with that it's kind of like how joe paul resigned and then he was dead within six months and like i think that's this is what is keeping uh you know this is i was keeping him dicky b is keeping him alive i was gonna i was concerned he was gonna die in the middle of the game last night we'd have to postpone right, the i'm game. not getting involved with this we are going <laughs> to talk about the mvp i <laughs> that would have been awful for us. Um, yeah, who was your MVP last night? Uh dude. Um, I really was impressed with Chet. Yep. I was really impressed with Chet. He did uh, unicorn more, stuff. He finally did unicorn stuff. 
Yeah, but I was more impressed uh, defensively. I think we don't give him enough credit. I think a lot of people, they obviously, his length alone impacts the game so much on the defensive end. I don't think he gets enough credit for it. Because I think if he wasn't on the floor, I think it would have been a completely different game. Oh, definitely. They couldn't get, I mean, they were stuck on, I think they were stuck on like 13 points for like six Correct. minutes in the I first just, half. I just think because of his size and length, he defer, he makes other people not want to go into the paint. Like they shot 34% from the, from the, for the game. Yeah. Like that's, that's brutal. And I think, yeah. Um, but Drew Nimhart, I thought he played phenomenal, but I'm still just such a Hickman fan. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. I, I think the easy answer there was Nemhard for sure. Um, yeah, 100%. He did, he did things last night that I wasn't sure he was capable of. He's such a cool player. And I don't mean that like, I, I mean that like, uh, cool under pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's not very rattled. He's the easy hand. Um, he was attacking at a couple possessions last night where he looked like a slasher. He looked like an NBA guy. Um, very impressed by him. Uh, 24 points, six assists, uh, five boards, two of six from deep, um, 40 points, or excuse me, 40 minutes. I was going to say 40 points. I, I would have known that, but Nemhard played 40 minutes, which that is you putting uh, his foot on Mick Cronin's jugular and saying, mm-hmm. our, my point guard is not getting off the floor. Uh, Drew Timmy. Had a quiet 18 points for Drew. He finished with 18. Yeah, right. It's it's how many free right? throws? How many free throws? He shot seven free throws, made six, six or seven from the line. So pretty good. Pretty good night from Drew. But yeah. again, it was quiet, like because he wasn't there were so many other things going on. You you hardly noticed him. Um, Chet Holmgren, 15 points, but they were allowed 15 points. Every time he scored, it was like an event. I think um, with Chet, he is going. Because you said earlier, uh, you know, the unicorn came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's because he came out in transition. I think we're not going to actually see Chet's real offensive game in college basketball. Oh, yeah, okay. Because of the spacing and the – And he's so valuable down low, right? He's so valuable just to keep him down there. Yeah, well, and I don't think just based on the spacing, college is more compact, and, like, you have Drew Timmy in in the paint posting up. I think once he gets to the NBA level, he's going to be able to really expand on his game and what, like, because that paint is going to be wide open after that. You know what I mean? And so I think he's going to be able to show us a lot more unicorn-ish Moves, I guess, if you want to call it that. I, yeah, I don't corny know. stuff. Hell yeah. You know, corny stuff. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot more when he gets out than what we see in college basketball now. But he played phenomenal, dude. He did. He absolutely did. Um, Julian Strother, 12 points. Uh, I was impressed with what Julian did defensively as well. Um, yeah, he was fourth on the team in scoring, but he did so much more last night. Uh, for the Zag Dogs, Razier had nine points, so just one point shy of all five starters reaching double digits. This is a crazy stat. 
Uh, guess how many bench points we had last night? Uh, I would say 35. No, dude. We had five bench points. That little. That little. Nolan Hickman only had three points. Man, I just feel like he was around. He was just pestering people. I agree. I agree. When I saw that this morning, I was like, what? Um, He only had five points. And can you hear that ad in my headphones right now? Can you hear my children running cars along the floor up above me? I can't. I cannot. Okay, cool. Then we're 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 good. We're good. I had I had like an oil of Olay commercial playing on ESPN.com. Um yeah, dude. So Nolan Hickman only had three points, but again, I was so happy with him last night. He led the bench players in minutes, which I mm. think is a tr- I, I love that. 60 minutes for Nolan Hickman last night, just three points. Uh Hunter Salas was second off the bench with 10 points, excuse me, 10 minutes, uh, and two points. Um the young guys were very impressive, very energetic last night. Uh, Anton only had five minutes. I, I wonder if foul trouble. It was foul trouble. Um, oh yeah, he had four fouls. Look yeah, at you. no, yeah. and that's 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 part of and and I'm okay with that, honestly. Because here's my thing: if we can keep Chet to where people are blocking, he's blocking tons of shots throughout the game. Okay. Great, you know, teams are going to not want to go in there. And then when he comes off, then we just hammer the shit out of you guys. So you have no, like, then people think they're going to take time off and go at the basket when he's out. Well, Anton did his job and hammered people to make sure that they didn't finish at the hoop. And uh, I was okay with that. I was fine. Well, you can be the, you can be the hockey player. (laughs) <laughs> did at any point out like after 10 minutes into the game was there any doubt the rest of the way for you no i i at halftime i was yeah i checked out bro yeah they uh ucla grinds they're a tough basketball team there's no way they're coming back from a 20 point deficit no. like, that's just not how they're built they came back within 16 sometime in the second half but then it was but even just, then i was like all right yeah i no, wasn't it too was exactly uh, that's exactly what we needed. National stage. ESPN had been building that game up for weeks. If you watch ESPN, they were running promos one versus two forever. Uh, so a lot of eyes on the game last night and a lot uh, included in those eyes had to have been coach K and the Duke blue devils. They cannot be too overconfident going into Friday. Um, I'm very excited. I got on Twitter last night and started like, I was I had a, I was overserved last night and I was battling back with a couple of people who think still think Duke's number one who thought last night was more of UCLA being fraudulent than Gonzaga being really good at basketball. So here's what I got to say to this: I think we are playing our best basketball as you could, and which is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it is. It is. You know, I think we're playing phenomenal basketball right now as of the beginning of the season i'm just we cannot take our foot off the gas yeah well i we need to ramp it up through here because these what we do in the next three weeks will dictate where we are in march right then i would i would argue we could we can ease off the gas a bit january february i don't know man around here's the thing 
Yeah. You got St. Santa Mary's. Clara, St. Yeah. Mary's, and BY. It's like four teams in the WCC are 25 and 0. That is true. That is true. Same. Congrats to St. Mary's getting to the finals today. That's I, I when I saw that, I go, damn, that must have been a shitty, oh, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly uh, what I thought. Oregon is just not right. St. Mary's beat Oregon in the semis, and Oregon will be good, I'm sure. Dana Altman, I think, is one of the best coaches in America. Oregon does not look like Oregon right now. No, they're and, not uh, an Oregon team. The Wisconsin beat Houston, which doesn't add up but uh there i mean uh, on paper i don't think wisconsin's supposed to be too good this year i know our buddy bart had him so yeah wisconsin st mary's your maui invitation final yeah. from mandalay bay in las vegas yeah that's wild yeah nice. vegas is popping off right now what would you do if you were still working for the school and you had two full days off before friday's game what would you do in vegas Probably hit the try to hit the gym. I would try to be use a minute, I'd be a menace. This is I don't need to be. People ask me to go down this week. Here's the thing, Jack. I love Vegas. Vegas loves me. We just it always ends up. Um, there's always there's always some uh, things that always end up happening after those trips. You sure. Kind of sure. like yeah. I wish I could have taken that one back. Sure. <laughs> yeah, in the back of your mind, the anxiety of like, oh, that was probably not the best. Oh, you look at your you look at your bank account. Yeah. You're like, oh, not what I needed right then. Not that's not what I. And then you look at you know everything you could have and have done throughout that two days. I don't need that really. I don't need those stresses <laughs> in my life. Uh, I've got something for you. I've got I've got numbers that'll make you happy, Rob. Okay, not checking account numbers. Zags shot 39% from deep yesterday. Uh, Chet was two of four. He's looking to score now, man. Man is listening to our podcast, obviously. Obviously, that's why. Julian Strother, two of six. Razier Bolton, two of two from deep. Now, Razier or Razier? We got to make a decision right now. Razier. Is it with a Z? Well, Kevin said Razier with a Z. But -hmm. obviously, we're hearing the announcers all different kind of they're saying Rasier. Yeah, you are also with, getting it you're getting it from Dickie V too. Let's go Rasier. Let's go Z for sure. Uh, and uh he was 2 of 2 from deep, Nemhard 2 of 6. Timmy 0 of 1. Timmy was the only starter who didn't hit a 3. Very sad for Timmy. Um God, UCLA was bad last night, man. They were terrible. 16% from 3, 2 of 12. 2 of 12. So Nolan Hickman was 1 of 3. UCLA made one more three than Nolan Hickman did last night. Uh, Jaime Hawkes and Johnny Juzang. Johnny Juzang is uh, the pick for a lot of people to potentially win player of the year. He had 11 points, five of 11. He's not player of the year anymore. No, I mean, this was a huge stage for him. Well, he will, he has the benefit of the Pac 12 schedule. Um, He'll go to Arizona, which, oh, by the way, Arizona looks incredible. 18th in the country, I believe. Arizona looks incredible. Uh, Oregon doesn't. And yeah, the Pac-12 sucks. What That's I- what I'm saying. I, he, <laughs> lost his, he lost his whole – he lost his deal right Pac-12 there. Pac-12 That was his highlight to show that he was player of the year. Uh, Arizona State sucks. Yeah. Um, so, rough morning for Johnny Juzang. Hopefully, he had a cocktail or two last night because he needed it. Uh, let's look at – Numbers around the country, Robert. What do you say? Okay. 
we are scoring through six games 91.5 points per 91.5 points per game guess where that ranks nationally top top five top five number three we're number three iowa is 99.6 Iowa's only played five games and they've got some zeros on their schedule and the yukon huskies yukon remember them who's the head coach there i don't know you're asking the wrong guy dude I do. UConn basketball. UConn has just fallen off. Dan Hurley. Really? Is it Bobby's brother? Is with the guy yeah. from? Yes, yes. The guy who went to who coached uh, Providence. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh yeah, he's been at UConn for a while. <laughs> Dude, it, I, UConn was a team. That you did like it was um, a gritty, big, physical, like NBA. It was always an NBA team. Now I don't know what that program is. You beat UConn in what was it, Boston, your freshman yep. year? Yep. That was like your your uh come out game. Come out game. How many did you yeah. have? You had a couple you know, of dunks, I remember. Uh, 11, I believe, 10 or 11. Uh, this is the beat. Hashim the beat was on Hashim, that team. Was he? This is me not being prepared. Field goal percentage. I'm looking it up because uh, I feel like we got to be up there. All right, field goal percentage. Oh, yeah, I no, was correct. Fifty five point five six percent. The Gonzaga Bulldogs, number one in the country. Fifty five point five six. Rob, you mentioned it. Got to give you credit. Take a stab at number two. Hint, it's a team this program is very familiar with. Oh, I have no idea. The Santa Clara Broncos. Yeah, dude. Santa Clara is number two in the nation in field goal percentage, 55.03. And field goal percentage is much more indicative of how good of a team you are than points per game. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what kind of baskets you're getting? Are they right. getting easy baskets? Um Dude, I, I, I just think Santa Clara is going to be a, a good team this season. So I'm looking forward to actually seeing them. They're, they're well coached. Well, we are too. So it'll be fun. It'll so be fun to see who stops each other. We score. Santa Clara scores. BYU scores. BYU is top 50 in shooting percentage, I'm guessing. Uh, oh, USF is up here too, 38. What's up, USF? Uh, yeah, BYU is number 29, 50.44%. St. Mary's is a grinder of a program right now. St. Mary's watching their – I mean, I enjoy it because I'm just so familiar with the St. Mary's basketball program. But, uh, again, we're recording this at 1030 in the morning. To casual basketball fans, that St. Mary's Wisconsin game is going to be doo-doo. It's going to be diarrhea. Okay. The final score is going to be in the high 40s, low 50s. So that being said, with St. Mary's, and I don't want this to be a St. Mary's podcast. Um, do you think with all that money in, in that area, do you think that program will expand because of the likeness and image shit? Name, or, will um, they, or will they be too – will they be too – that's not their thing. St. Mary's, I think it, they would love for it to be their thing. Uh, they have that Australian pipeline. 
And maybe that's just. I'm just surprised that there's no team out in that area of the Bay that doesn't have like Google. Like Google, like, Google money. Yeah. Well, nobody gives a shit about college sports here. That's just the, the that, truth of it. That's yeah. You do have a bunch of nerds up in that area. We have a bunch of nerds. Um, you know, we love our warriors. Everyone loves the Niners and the giants. That's, that's it. Um, it's like, it's, it's a niche thing to be a diehard fan of a college sports team here. Really? Yeah. I mean, so college football Saturdays, there's bars and stuff and you can go to the Michigan state bar, the Michigan bar. I thought Cal at one point was a big Cal was also always big. Even when, even when Cal was at the top of their game with, you know, Marshawn Lynch and such Deshaun Jackson, uh, it barely moved the needle in the Bay Area. Really? Even Stanford, as recent as like four or five years ago, Stanford was challenging on a, the national scene, going to Rose Bowls, winning Rose Bowls. Nobody gave a shit. Well, shout out to our women's basketball, by the way, for uh, almost beating Stanford at home. Just a little shout out to them. Was that down in Palo Alto? No, that was here in Spokane. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to give a shout out. They, they, it came down to like the last two minutes and, were you there? No. Oh, uh, those games still sell out. Yep. But yeah. I think we're number two in the country for most women sold out games. UConn being one? I believe so. Or Tennessee. UConn or Tennessee. Oh, okay. Okay. Go Zags. I can't believe I didn't know Dan Hurley was the head coach here. He's been there for four years. Yeah, because uh, Ollie, Kevin Ollie was there. And they, yeah. won, a, they won a championship with. Uh, in 2012. Uh, that was the last time I ever heard anything about. UConn basketball. That was an absolutely like it frustrates me that UConn won that title. They, they were like a seven seed, and we can't win a goddamn title. <laughs> I know. It was UConn, Kentucky. I think it was a seven eight in the in the championship. Well, how did when does that ever happen? And uh we can't win a national championship. But that that's okay. Uh, we're knocking on the door. That's why this season is crucial. We stay on the pedal because we cannot go and let it off in the play in in league, and then all of a sudden try to ramp it up back up. Uh, Rob, did I mention this podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag? BetOnline.ag. It's Thanksgiving. We know what that means. That means some football. It does mean some football. It's like you have the copy. Nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Again, that's promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get your free money. It's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Uh, so thank you so much to BetOnline. Get to BetOnline.ag if you had the Zags minus seven last night. Cha-ching, you're a winner. Zags have been covering left and right recently. You've been betting on them? I have. I have. Zags have been covering in a big way. God bless them, uh, my beloved Zag Dogs. They started the season one and two mm. against the spread. The only game they covered being against um, Texas. Because they, I mean, when they're at home, they have these 40-point spreads to cover. 
Uh, and Vegas safe and hot, baby. Hopefully that stays. The line's not out for Duke, I believe. That so how actually- much do money do you put away, Jack, for like, I'm going to bet this weekend. Uh, are you are you are you are you big game? Am I gonna like all of a sudden see someone behind you and be like, he's gonna put a rope against your neck and kill you because you haven't made your, you haven't paid your bets or like? Okay, so you know what's funny about that? You were talking about, <laughs> you were talking about, and gamblers out there know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have a, if you go through a site like BetOnline.ag, maybe you don't have this feeling, but if you have a bookie, like maybe I do. Um, you keep a tally in your head of how much you're down week to week, right? And then right. it adds. And if you don't pay during a week, you're like, "All right, pressure's on. I got to win this week. Like, I got to win it back." And then I'll, anytime you like have that kind of mindset, you're definitely gonna lose more. Um, <laughs> but when you just pay your I'm bet, this again, I swear it's gonna be fun. Double yeah. or nothing. Yeah. On Monday morning, when you just pay your bookie, it's hard to do. It's hard to press send on Venmo. But as soon as you do, you feel so much better. Well, yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'm good. I don't know anybody, anything. <laughs> who do I like tonight? Oh, Kennesaw State versus Georgia State. Yeah, we're better. yeah, goldfish memory. We're fine. Yeah. We're good. He's not gonna be knocking at my door with a shotgun here. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's like paying bills. You you put off a bill and you're like, all right, I just gotta sit down and do it. And you do it, and you're like, God, I feel like such an adult. I feel so responsible. It's crazy how responsible you feel paying your bookies. I <laughs> Monday morning. Hate paying bills hate i know it takes two seconds it does but it just i'll i'll uh they're disgusting why why you know rob there's a a ton of downsides for our generation millennials you know we graduated into like the worst economy in 100 years in uh in america um that was a bad one covid not great but imagine having to balance a checkbook Oh, no. <laughs> that would suck. Being oh. an adult in the 80s and 90s would have sucked. Um, but Chet, but no, no people, way. There's people, no way. People used to go to the ATM machine just to see how much money they had. I remember doing that in high school. Oh, I yeah, I did that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. having to, like, schedule a stop at the bank because you needed to deposit a paycheck. Like, that was part of your... Uh, here's the thing jack i still do that you you deposit paper checks oh 100 100 yeah no you're probably dealing with you have like a like a gig job where people just write you checks yeah but at the same same time i like that that connection between me and the the teller the banker so they know exactly what i want my money or where my money goes all that type i just I'm maybe I'm old school on that way, but I just prefer going to the bank instead of taking a picture and just letting the universe control where that money goes. Well, it's called direct deposit, pal. I know. <laughs> it's, I know. I know. But I just like to do the whole. Here's my check. Thank you. Gonzaga, Duke, betting lines. Uh, let's see here. Kentucky UCLA. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's not out yet. Um, I would guess it's gonna be Zags minus six and a half, seven again. Yeah. I you can't think UCLA or Duke. D- 
Duke. Was I saying UCLA? Yeah, I, I believe you said UCLA. Gonzaga. Duke. Oh no, no. I'm because I looked up Gonzaga Duke betting lines into Google, and the only thing that pops up is Zags UCLA. Gotcha. Um, we're still a couple of a couple of days away. Uh, I can't imagine Vegas starting that line more than seven points. But they, got they the might. Number, yeah, they got a top player. I don't. I'm excited, and this is Coach K's last year, which I think he's burnt out. Honestly, he doesn't. He looks like a shell of himself. What a gift his grandson gave him by getting a DUI like two days into the final season. Thanks, grandson. Yeah, that sucks for that grandkid. Like he's never gonna live that down. He's like, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure he's gonna. Grandpa's gonna hold that. What is Coach K now? Seventy. Um, he's got to be uh, in his seventies. I would bet mid seventies. Mike K. Oh, yep, there it is. Shashevsky. Uh, he is 74 years old. He turned 75 in February, so he will be 75 by the end of the season. Okay. Odds odds that Coach Few coaches till he's 75. How old is Few now? Mid-50s? He's 59. Mark Few. Oh, yeah, so he took over when he was like 39. Yeah. 38, 39. Uh, he's 58. He turns 59 in December. Gotcha. Uh, he's December 27th. You've probably spent birthdays with few. Yeah, those are those are called practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and and we also had practices on Jesus's birthday too. <laughs> <laughs> hey Zeus, did you ever play on Christmas? Uh, I played every game in, oh, in Japan. my professional, my, even in, with the in Lakers. Lakers we had, yeah. yeah, I've never had a day off on Christmas except for last year. What was the benefit of playing with the Lakers on Christmas? Was anything different? Did you get cool stuff? Yeah, new different uniforms. Our uniforms and, were different. And you but, get to keep those. Yeah. 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 You get Christmas shoes. That's You get to pick what Christmas shoes you're going to wear, and that's about it. It's nothing. It, it, I remember my first year in L.A., we did – we had a game at noon, so we played – I don't remember who we – oh, the Knicks. So we had Christmas that morning. Quickly open our shit. Let's go. Open our stuff. Let's, Let's go. go. We got to go to the game. We got to go to the game. Were you in New York? No, we were in LA. LA. We had – and then uh, – Let's go. Open the stuff. Let's go. We got to go to the game. We don't have time to celebrate and play with toys in the, in the living room. So we go, go to the game, and then I fly out from the game to Portland that night and spend the night in Portland on Christmas Eve or Christmas night. Damn. So that's that's life. That's why I'm just – Christmas is like – every holiday to me is another day. I've worked on every single holiday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's disappointing and sad and depressing. It um, is. But- I think – I think Coach Few will be done well before he's 70 years old. I think he's going to be – I think if we get a chip, I'll give him, like, five more years after that. Right. He is definitely – I mean, he's proven. He doesn't <clears throat> he, – he, he, he's not in it for anything outside of winning a national championship at this point. Uh, I, that's what I get the vibe from. He's turned down all the big jobs. He's turned down all the ungodly money. Although he's no one, no one program. knows, no one knows how much he makes. I'm sure. I mean, he's certainly not wanting for cash. Um, oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, never mind. Boy. I'm not going to ask it. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not going to. About it. him? It is about him. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 
But then I give him who, five years because I just think he loves being out of the limelight more than he does being in the limelight. If he retire, if he wins one this year, okay, and then he's he calls it quits. Let's say twenty twenty six, so he would be like sixty two, sixty three, something like that, and he's yeah. gonna have you know the rest of his thirty forty years on a river somewhere. Who, Tommy? Do, we, do you think Tommy comes back? I, what if Tommy's got things rolling in Arizona? He's not going to want to leave. We screwed that one up. Yeah. We would have to offer an things would have have to soured a little bit with Tommy in Arizona and we would have to offer him. I just back. see that's that's the only name I can think of. Right. Uh Brian Michelson will be a fine coach one day. I don't think he's ready to rock. No. But I mean, I, who knows? 4 or 5 years, maybe I'm singing He knows year. the program, he knows everything. I agree. Coach Michelson's uh, a good candidate, but I just I say we'd bring Tommy back if that happened. That if that ever happened, it's going to be few court. So few court. Yep, it's inevitable. Few court. It's um, wild to think about. Hey, here's another thing. I, I, it's is it weird? And I don't know your parents' ages, but is it weird? To know that your parents are like almost 60. Yeah, my parents are on the other side of 60. Oh, they are. Yeah. It's it, nuts. It, it I remember being like 16, 15, and thinking 60 was like you're knocking on death's door. And uh, now yeah. Oh yeah. 60? Oh yeah. Well, now 60 is like it's yeah, it, it's it's crazy how because I I remember growing up looking at a 24-year-old, like a 24-year-old. What are you like? You've got like three houses at 24. Maybe right. you're divorced twice at 24. Right. Now 24 is a child. You know what I mean? 100%. 24 is a dipshit. Um, four, like I'm, I've, a lot of my friends are in their mid 40s. That's crazy to think about. It is. You know? It is, dude. Uh, yeah, 60. 60 is not old. No, it isn't. It is not. So part of me wants to say he's going to retire, but then I'm like, well, shit, he's. He would, though. He would, though. And I think he would be around the program. I mean, where the fuck's he going to go? Right. I think he would be a special advisor to the program. I think he would help out Tommy. But yeah, I don't. He's. I I think he'd be done traveling. I don't know. I don't fucking know the guy. I I just think about it like, damn, 60. Holy. Yeah, like my mom's almost she's gonna be turning 60 in January. And I'm like, where the where did that when did that happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? shit happen? Like, I don't remember you being, I remember you being my mom of like 38. Yeah, 38's like definitely a mom edge. <laughs> right. For sure. Oh man. um, all right. Well, shorter one this week. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. Sorry for making you wait. Sorry it's uh, a short one, everybody. But, hey, good news is I'm going to crank this out and put it out there by 11 a.m. So you'll have it in your ear holes very soon. Yeah, we'll give you something short. It's the only thing short from me. That's right. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. What do you got? Oh, what do I have today? I'm sorry. I got distracted with my daughter. She was screaming at me. I know. She knows you're recording. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Uh, bah, 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 bah. 
Where the hell did it go? I get all I got all excited. And, <laughs> I don't know. Here, Maybe all that. I need to say is be thankful. Be thankful and be grateful. You know, today's a new day and uh, really enjoy being with the people you love. I think that's the most important thing. And, and be grateful for each and every day you have. Boom. Well said. Go Zags. From the corner. And it's over. Gonzaga. The flipper still fits. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.